0: Hello, and welcome to the Book Marketing Simplified Podcast. I'm Jen Hansen depala
1: And I'm Marcus Depala. And Jen, today you wanted to talk about something that you're hearing pop up quite a bit lately. It's a strategy that you feel like is not the most effective strategy for authors to take. So what is this strategy that you keep hearing, and why don't you think it works for authors?
0: Well, it probably worked years ago you know, when we didn't have social media and we weren't able to really build our own audiences. But it's something that I've seen for years. It's mainly in book marketing strategies and book marketing plans. It all stems from the idea of having your marketing and having your plan rest solely on the connections that other people have. Okay. Meaning this, If we know other people or organizations that have the ear of a large audience, let's say they have 100,000 followers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. many people perk up and think, oh, I can get them to mention my book and that's just going to make sales go through the roof. That in theory might be a good idea, but realistically it's not. And the reason that it is not a good idea there's several reasons. The first one being that in marketing, you need a minimum of eight impressions in order for anyone to actually take action on what they are seeing. So if I'm an influencer who has a hundred thousand followers and I mention, hey, there's this book that so and so wrote, you should go get it. This audience is a cold audience for this author these people aren't automatically going to buy the book just because this influencer said that they should buy this book. It is not a
1: guarantee. Unless they're Oprah.
0: Yes, Oprah, (laughs) and not everyone's Oprah. But it's thinking that just because someone gives you a shout-out that millions of people are going to actually buy this book. Right. And that is not the case because, again, you have to warm up the audience. You have to stay at the front of their mind. They have to get to know you. They have to know, like, and trust you. And when we think that this is going to be the heart of the marketing plan, it's really putting you in a very bad situation because this influencer or these organizations, or even the press, or other media opportunities, it is just one impression. Mm -hmm. They are not going to mention this over and over again. You get one shot with these people. And so basing your entire marketing plan on the hope that this person or this organization is going to be the saving grace of your book is not realistic and it's not sustainable.
1: So if you have a marketing consultant or a marketing team at a publisher that is wanting to spend money, there are some influencers where you can pay them hundreds or even thousands of dollars to have your product featured, and there's a lot of companies that do this, you're saying that that is not a good investment.
0: I would never advise that because, A, there's a lot better ways to spend your money. Right. There are better ways that will actually help you grow your audience in an organic way rather than throwing money at someone who has a large audience. Because just because they have a large audience does not ensure that you are going to get a sale out of that. Right. And something else that authors need to remember is that if you're asking someone to give you a shout out, the thing you have to remember is, what is that influencer or that friend or someone that you're asking getting in return? That's true. This is very one-sided. Yes. Yes, you might get a lot from this, but what will this person receive? Is this book... In tune with their brand.
1: Right. Is it Are they providing value to their own audience yes. by talking about your yes. product?
0: I've had so many people DM me, especially on Instagram, saying, hey, could you just give me a shout out right, for my book? Right. A, my audience is not their audience. Yeah. B, what am I getting in return? When I haven't even read your book. <laughs> like, I'm not going to recommend something that I – have never read that I don't think that authors or my audience will benefit from.
1: Yeah. Also, have you ever seen Jen recommending a book no. before? <laughs> so now that we know that it's not a good idea to rely on other people's audiences as your primary marketing strategy if you do choose to go that route what might be some of the possible trade-offs that come with that
0: well you might get some new followers you might get some sales you know it really depends on the influencer and you might see a bit of a spike in your sales. right? But the thing to remember too, especially with Amazon, is when Amazon sees a big spike, mm-hmm. they don't really respond positively to big spikes. They respond positively to sustainability.
1: Sustained growth.
0: Yes, there are gonna be bumps along the way, right? but if you can keep those sales going, and so when they see a huge spike and then an equal spike down, it's not going to give you more visibility. It Yes, you could get... A bump. You could get a bump. But I don't like to base marketing success on
1: hope. Because you are relying on what this other person says. You don't have as much control and you don't know their audience yeah. ultimately either because they're not your own audience. That makes sense. What I'm hearing you say is that it's better to focus instead on a sustainable... Process mm-hmm. where you have control and you're making that direct connection.
0: Yes, because ultimately you're giving control over to everyone else. You are not in control of your own author foundation, of your own connections. Because if you aren't focusing on growing your own audience and you're constantly relying on other people's audiences and other media opportunities and all these other things. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Sprinkling that in is totally fine. But when it's the heart of your marketing plan, it's going to get very costly Mm -hmm. and Every time you come out with a new book, you're going to have to pay up the same amount or more, and you're going to have to constantly be chasing after these influencers. And so it's not that you can't do this, but making it the foundation of your marketing plan is not a wise move.
1: So would you say that it is okay to go after these bumps on occasion, whether it's trying to go after influencers, whether it's doing a podcast campaign, Mm -hmm. a blog tour, whatever it is, where you are actually tapping into other people's audiences? but doing it in a strategic way where you're pointing them back to a platform that you've already set up and you have rolling to get them into your own marketing machine.
0: Yes, absolutely. You can just have these connections that you can reach out to when your book comes out. Absolutely. But making it your whole strategy isn't going to be sustainable.
1: This is an opportunity to get in front of people you wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to speak to. Yes. But then you're giving them a reason to follow you outside of that person's ecosystem. Yes. And join your ecosystem by giving them things that you know they want to hear. And understanding that in all likelihood, there's only a small portion of that other person's audience that's going to be interested in the things that you have to offer.
0: Realistically, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, so now that we understand the trade-offs, we've already covered a little bit of how authors can take advantage of this. But what do you think authors should do that is a more valuable use of their time for their marketing strategy?
0: Well, first of all, if they are going to be tapping into influencers or other outlets or other media opportunities, give them a reason to sign up for your newsletter. Mm -hmm. Meaning this, if you ask someone To give you a shout out for your book, say, I want them to experience a payoff or experience this book even before it comes out. So sign up for my newsletter list where you'll get this free video or you'll get these free chapters or you'll get this novella. That kind of sets up the book.
1: Something they can only get if they sign up for your email list.
0: And so then that shout out is going to help grow your newsletter list. You might get a few signups from that. But when you get signups for your newsletter and they receive something, and that makes that influencer look good. Oh, we're giving them something rather than asking them to buy. stuff for my people. (laughs) But you can continue to warm up that audience And continue to stay in the front of their mind so that they can develop that know, like, and trust factor that we're talking about. That's one of the best resources that you can use to actually sell your book and to begin to build that foundation so that you have this group of attentive people that are interested. You have their attention. So when your next book comes out, they are more likely to buy right away with a single email than trying to convince people otherwise. Right.
1: And similarly, everything you're already doing on social media that we've talked about so much is doing the same thing. It's pointing back to your website. Exactly. this This is really no different.
0: Exactly. And focusing your attention on... Really making those connections so that you can filter them through from just being a mere window shopper and onlooker to really leading them through your funnel that we talk a lot about in the Instagram accelerator process and through our coaching programs where we teach you how to go from a mere connection to an avid fan who wants to buy your books by leading them to your newsletter. It's really a system having a process in place that grows your audience, that warms them up, that sells more books, and it's sustainable. It's going to give you those sustained, continued sales rather than just seeing one big spike and then going down.
1: And your funnel is that system, that process that you are building, that you control from beginning to end Instead of trying to put your thing in somebody else's hands. exactly, And leave it up to them to try to build your foundation on.
0: And this is how you build a writing career. Yes. If one of your goals is to be a full-time author, this is how you do that. This is how you build that up. And you develop your processes and your systems so you can see those sustained sales throughout
1: the year. And that actually brings up a good point because... The marketers and publicists and publishers who are advocating for going after the influencer audiences, they're not necessarily wrong. It's just that their focus is not on your career. Their focus is on selling as many of that particular book as possible. And so they are looking for that spike because they're done with your marketing campaign A month or two after it's released.
0: Yeah. They're focused mostly on the promotional phase.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. No. That's just how the system works.
0: But when you can have a solid foundation within the attraction phase, we talked about the three phases of marketing a lot, the attraction phase, the promotional phase, and the follow-up phase. Mm -hmm. And if you have a publisher, they will focus on the promotional phase. Right more and more publishers are relying solely on authors to market their book. But it doesn't matter if you're self-published or if you have a traditional publisher, you as an author need to focus on all three of those. And it's not that it's going to take over your life. Right? You can actually do this very seamlessly, again, by having processes and systems in place. And that's what we teach in the Instagram Accelerator process and in our coaching programs.
1: And like you said, this is to allow you to steadily build your career Mm -hmm. as an author. And these systems are sustainable over a long period of time. They're not flash in the pan, quick bumps to your strategy.
0: And as you grow and as you release more books, you're not going to be scrambling (laughs) every time you have a release. You're going to know exactly what you need to do who you need to reach out to.
1: And you're building on what you've already created before. Exactly. So it's just going to build and build and build from there. All right, so what's the make it happen moment?
0: The make it happen moment is to go and download our free simplified book marketing guide because this is going to help you get those steps in place in order for you to understand who you're talking to and how to begin to get those systems in place and the processes in place so you can start to grow your own audience. Also go check out our Instagram accelerator process and our coaching program because we want to help you have a successful career. It's not just about a flash in the pan. And having these resources and systems in place is what's really going to help you sell more books and go to the next level.
1: And like we always say, we always love hearing from you. So keep those DMs coming in. Let us know what questions you have. We want to make sure that we're talking about the things that you need help with the most.
0: Absolutely. So thank you so much for spending some time with us and we will talk to you soon.